Hi everyone, welcome to episode one of Mom, comma, I am a rich man with Savailene. Um, so today I damn I'm like screaming, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, today I'm gonna kind of introduce the podcast, what I want to accomplish with this. I'm sorry guys, Emily's right in front of me and I can't take my life seriously right now. <laughs> okay, but I'm gonna introduce great, sweetie. <laughs> Illy. So I'm just going to introduce the podcast. What is this about? What is the name all about? And what the hell we're going to be doing here? So, um, mom, comma, I am a rich man is a quote from a interview with Cher where the interviewer asked her kind of about like her relationship life and all this. And she talks about how her mom used to tell her when she was younger that she should have a goal of marrying a rich man. And then she says that she told her mom, Mom, I am a rich man, which is, like, iconic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like that that moment in history was legendary. And I wanted to just, like, freaking make a podcast around that. Um, so this is basically going to be... I don't know, my followers getting to know me. I feel like you guys only know me over, like, the business and, like, what I allow on social media, which is, like, the best side of me at all times. And, I don't know, this is, like, my little shit show and everybody's gonna know, like, what I'm actually like. And I'm a big freaking mess. And I think it's good for everyone to be able to see that I'm not perfect. I'm freaking... Are you crying? crying? <laughs> and like, if I could do this, y'all, anyone can do it. Cause honestly, I, I'm not okay. I'm not okay, and that's okay. Period. Period. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So the topics that I kind of want to go over in this like podcast series is just all around, just um, either like self improvement, uh, more personal stuff about me, uh, entrepreneurship, or just getting your bread up. And just, I don't know, whatever the heck that I want to talk about, I feel like, yeah. That's what it's going to be. I so love English. I'm so good. In college. <laughs> oh, wait. She dropped out. Oh, okay. You want to talk about? You want to talk about college? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Me so... and my bachelor's are leaving. Oh, God. <laughs> good luck getting a job in this economy. <laughs> mm. Okay, so... Me and Emily are here. We're sitting with our Red Bulls. It's 8 p.m. We had a we had a long day, and we're ready to talk. So today's topic is going to be about our 2020 experience. Ooh. Hey, girlies. <laughs> hey, girlies. Um, so I'll kind of talk about my 2020 experience. I'll let Emily chime in since she was there the entire time, and then we'll go in and dissect Emily's brain. And her experience with 2020. Mm, yummy. Mm. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with the top. January, the beginning of the year, I was in a beautiful, long relationship. Amazing. <laughs> beautiful, love him. All right, so I'm kind of looking through my pictures to remember January. <laughs> I feel like that a year ago feels so long ago, but it was just a year ago. I literally... That was the the winter shoot, right? For Savse? Yeah, so at this time, me and Emily weren't even doing what we're doing now. We were doing Savse, as a lot of you guys remember. Um, we 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 had a winter shoot. Um, it was all the Savse girls. That's crazy. 
Mm. That was fun. If you know what I'm talking about, that you know what I'm talking about. Really <laughs> that's a, a little, that's a touchy subject <clears throat> right there. But um, yeah, that was fun. We had a lot of fun. That was fun. It was cold. I actually, I haven't gone to the mountains. I want to go. Me too. Let's go. So, Wait, have we went? No, I think we, we went to Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that was January. Um, January was crazy. That was right before. We didn't even know Corona was coming. Literally, we started we off the just... year. We were like, 2020 is our year. Girl, <laughs> we thought. So at this time, me and Emily had... Eileen Entertainment was a thing. It was called Gomez Entertainment back there. Back there? Back, yeah, back there. Back there, girl. If you're a day one supporter, day one... you'll remember. At this time, we were actually planning a wedding. We were planning... Yeah. Yeah. So... Do you want to talk about kind of what Eileen and uh, what Eileen Entertainment used to be? So it it's it's crazy to think about now because, well, how we start how it started was it was Sav and someone else started it initially, and then I was kind of just like, hey, can I? <laughs> I'm going to school for it, kind of like, can I join? And it just started off as like. We would get, like, little gigs here and there. And in the beginning, it was just you and the other person that would, like, go and do it. And I was kind of just, like, um, tagging along on social media-wise. So I remember Sad would tell me, like, um, just post every single day. Like, every single day, just post a picture, like, an inspo, like, anything. And, like, um, just describe the picture and, like, anything that you want to, to, like, just grab attention. And Mm -hmm. honestly, at the moment, I was, like... Why am I gonna post every day to me? <laughs> but like thinking of it now, it's like that's what grabbed traction and it's like that's mm-hmm. what grabbed people's attention. And it's crazy to think about now because it's like we started off with inspo pictures and now, now everything we that post we post is ours. Is ours and we post like three times a day. Literally, we always have content and I'm just like because I always I always knew it since the beginning. Like social media <clears throat> runs the world right now, mm-hmm. so you have to be extremely active if you want to get somewhere. So now going into February is when we had the Savse fashion show. That was fun. Uh, That was was the second year? That was our second fashion show, right? Yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure. That was was really fun. fun. I I miss that. Yeah, I do miss like the fashion industry just because everyone around you is so creative and it's just such a fun environment. Honestly, I thinking about it now, someone told me this. I forgot who it was, but someone told me that that fashion show... It had such a cool concept, but I feel like it definitely could have been marketed better because I feel like there could have been more people than there was. And it was such a cool thing that I was like, why doesn't more people know about why don't I think that and that just that company just needs better marketing. But um, because like, I think all of Vegas should have known about that. I don't know how, but I would just yeah, major went out there. But that was that was fun. And then, um. Yeah, we were just doing a bunch of, like, spring shoots, doing all that fashion stuff fun. And then March was when me and Emily started working together. At our little retail store. A little retail store. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Honestly, I didn't mind that job at all. I didn't mind that job at all. Um, that's so crazy because, like, literally <clears throat> this time last year, we were working like normal people. And now we're, like running this entire crazy business that's insane we were literally just like little employees like that that it hit me when 
this Black Friday, last Black Friday, when, like, I was, like, whoa, all the Black Fridays I worked in retail, and then, like, it's so weird that, like, at 21, like, it's... You have your own little team. You're running a little Black Friday sale for your brand. And those in my storefront. Like, what the hell? Wake up. Like, that's so weird. Wake up. <laughs> that's, that doesn't even, Pinch like, right that now. doesn't even make sense to me, bro. Um, you look so confused. <laughs> I'm literally so confused. I'm She's like, like, wait, is that right? Um, honestly, I, I, I'm really bad at processing what I'm doing. She is. Like she's she's very clueless most of the time. Like, she's like, wait, like I have a business. I, I don't realize I'm doing well until somebody. The only time I ever like sit back and think is when someone threatens me. If that makes sense. Like if someone tells me like, you ain't shit. I'm like, wait, a wait, second. I I am. Yeah, I'm doing something. Hold on. <laughs> but like when people like compliment me and tell me all this stuff, I'm like. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, am I really doing all that? Or like, you'll be like, "Why are you being nice to me? <laughs> like, what am I doing? I just, what am I doing right?" <laughs> I just get so, because people tell me like, "I look up to you. You're my inspiration. Like, you have my dream job." And I'm like, "Really? Do I? Like, w- that's so crazy. Like, of course I appreciate like every single compliment, but it's like, I think I'm the type of person where I'm just constantly like grinding and trying to do like the next step that I don't really realize like how far it's already gotten you've gotten better at that though because i remember when people first started complimenting you and you would literally just like thanks because you i think you genuinely didn't know how to process it before now (laughs) it's like a little bit more real but like before i feel like you were way more introverted about it Mm -hmm. and now you're like oh my god thank you so much (laughs) Ah! with me it's like when someone compliments me i want to project that i'm thankful because i never want to come off as like that person oh they're successful someone compliments them and they're like oh thanks like i know Mm -hmm. but like genuinely like on social media i could post something and get 50 comments and every single comment makes me scream of joy (laughs) because it's like this is back-to-back screaming i think it's because i went from like a lot of people doubting me and a lot of people thinking what i was doing was like a waste of time to like now everyone supports me and, like, that made me appreciate support so much. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, these people are going, out, taking time out of their day to, like, respond to me and tell me, like, that I'm doing good. That's crazy. That is crazy. That must feel good. It does. I feel like, uh, like, I have, a, like, my own little family. Like, I always, Aww. like, like, literally, <clears throat> everyone that, like, sends me support, I, like, remember their face and, like, their at and, like... And I just get, I don't know. I just get so thankful. Someone, like, will order something, and then I'll be like, oh, like, this is the name of the order. Sometimes when I'm just looking it up, and she's like, oh, my God, I know her. I follow her. This is blah, 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 this and that. She told me she loved me one time, and I told her I loved her back. It was crazy. Now I'm obsessed with her. You literally. March, I also got my first tattoo. You did the picture on Oh, my God. That was a crazy experience. That was me, you, and our other friend. We could say her name essence i love you essence so me um as you guys know my business partner is melissa lotus the one and only the tattoo artist and i i got my first tattoo it was crazy because i never thought that i would be able to like go through with getting a tattoo it was the flower of life and um i was having like an out-of-body experience like i literally sat there and like 
when she was tattooing me, I was just looking at the ceiling, and I swear to God, like, I felt like my soul was coming out and, like, watching myself. <laughs> That's literally exactly And it was only line that. work, y'all, on my arms, so... <laughs> I'm getting a back piece soon, so we'll see if I throw up on her. Maybe I'll pee on her a little bit. I don't know, but something crazy all is going to happen. All three, all of the above. Um, I don't know. But Scream now, a little. now I have how many? Since then, I have three tattoos. My mom's going to hear this, and I'm getting like four more this month. Hi, Rosie. Hi, Rosie. My mom literally hates this so much, <laughs> but I... I love tattoos. I think they're dope, and I'm just getting, like, a bunch of stuff that describes me. I know I'm going to run out eventually and just end up getting, like, a Kirby on my ass or something random. <laughs> you're literally, you're talking way too much about that Kirby on your ass, and I'm going to end up getting it. <laughs> she showed me what, a, what did you show me the other day that you were like, I'm going to get a random tattoo like this, and it was, like, a freaking shopping cart, <laughs> like, <laughs> as a tramp stamp. <laughs> I would not be surprised. If you I just that. love tattoos. Like, I just want to, like... Okay, because I always think of this interview that I saw. Um, do you know who Marc Jacobs is? Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's a fashion designer, if yes. you don't know. But he he has, like, Spongebob and, like, the most random cartoons tattooed on him in, like, full color, like, crazy tattoos. And they asked him, like, why he did that if he's, like, this very sophisticated fashion designer. And he said he just loves walking into a boardroom, being a gay man, and just, like, taking off his coat and, and his fucking, like, crazy tattoos just there. That's kind of powerful. And I, I want to do that. I want to, like, like what the fuck? when I scale the business into what I want it to be, and I walk into a boardroom of, like, just old white men. You show your ass. And I the show Kirby? them the <laughs> <laughs> I just moon them, and I say, be in the back and I say, me. I'll take a million, babes. <laughs> me in the back, show them the Kirby. Show them the Kirby. Show them the Kirby. Show them the fucking Bring Kirby. it home. <laughs> Bring it home. I'll start with the shopping cart, and then I'll finish it with the Kirby. <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, I just love tattoos. I think they're beautiful. I think whatever the heck you want to get on your body, just do it. it. I was always so scared of like, oh, it's permanent, blah, blah, blah. Really? Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, it's permanent. There's like, but it's like, even if you get one you don't really like, like, it just makes you you. Like, I just think that's funny. Like, I want to have a bad tattoo and just show someone like, look at this bad tattoo I have. This is what happened. (laughs) This is, and it's like, I feel like every tattoo too, well, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people say this, but they will recollect like a tattoo to like a memory or something like that. Mm -hmm. So like, that's kind of special too. And even if it's kind of like a shitty memory because it's a shitty tattoo, you can be like, listen, I got this, like all these tattoos are great, but look at this one. This was kind of a mistake, (laughs) but it's there. Have you um, ever thought about getting like matching tattoos with anyone? Me? Um... Not maybe matching, but, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. how, what would you call it when it's just, like... Coordinating? Yeah, coordinating oh. tattoos. Because I, I used it. to be, like, really against them, but now I feel like I would be down to get, like, matching tattoos with someone. Because even if you, like, if it's, like, a significant other and you break up, as long as it's, like, a tattoo that still means something to you after the yeah. breakup, I still think that's, like, that's dope. Because, Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to be, they were a part of your life, I guess. But, and I think it, like, you can get one that's kind of, like, meaningful. As long as you don't get, like, their name or yeah. something. But, I like, literally never do that. I saw one the other day that was, like, two koi fish on oh each Oh, my arm. God. And do you want to get that? Right? Yeah, I'm down. 
<laughs> I want to get a I'm matching like, you, tattoo. Have you ever thought of getting a matching tattoo? I'm like, yes, Cause, like, with you. Let's say, like, this is not going to happen. But let's just say, like, me and you have a falling out and never speak to each other Please again. Stop. I feel like I would still, like, appreciate, like, what we had. So, like, still having that tattoo would be dope to, like, remember, like, the good times. Yeah. And, like, even, like, let's say, like, something bad happened. It would rem- remind you, like, hey, I learned a lesson from this relationship. And this tattoo reminds me the lesson that I learned as yeah. well. Yeah. that was deep. I really <laughs> hope that doesn't come true. <laughs> I, I don't I think cry. so. <laughs> I, we should talk about our relationship a little bit. I, I, I tell everyone I see you as, like, my sister. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck we are, but we're literally, like... <laughs> Because sometimes, sometimes, I don't know, like, you know, like, yeah, like, the way you see your sister, like, you'll give her a kidney, but you won't let her borrow the yeah. charger. <laughs> but I'll still take the charger <laughs> without her knowing. Yeah, we're just, like, it, it's crazy because, well, starting from all the way, we went to high school together, but we didn't even know each other. I mean, I think we knew of each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Emily didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like her be- for from association. So someone didn't someone that I was close to, to didn't like her. Mm-hmm. So I said It's okay. I, I know didn't like her. most people in high school didn't like me and now they do and that's fine. <laughs> and that's okay. That's totally <laughs> and fine. And I don't mean that with any salt. I'm literally I hold zero grudges. It's in just my heart. interesting to see, you know, like and it's yeah. like obviously you're going to remember people that like may have impacted you negatively in some sort of way. Now, like, I think it's ine- inevitable. It's not that you're bitter. It's just, mm-hmm. like, down, you know? And, like, like I, I try to put myself in their <laughs> shoes, too, because I know in high school I was even more introverted than I am now. So I came off really snobby. Yeah. So, you know, I don't put the blame on people. Like, maybe they just saw me around. They're like, damn, that girl doesn't talk to anybody. She got a stank face. Like, you know, like, I don't know, like, I try to see stuff from both sides. I mean, that doesn't give them the right to be hateful and start rumors and, like, do all that crazy stuff that they did. But, you know, I try to see stuff from, like, every side always. Do you have um, Libra in any of your astro- astrological? I don't know. I think I just hang out with you too Because <laughs> that's, exact- I that's like exactly that's how, how I am. I'm, like, no, I think it's just that I was always, like, very me, 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 me. And, like, I only saw things from my point of view and, like, Life comes at you hard, wheel. and you, like, learn stuff. If you guys didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, now I've learned that, like, it makes life a little easier to just be self-aware. Like, yeah. I'm not perfect. That's crazy, because I think I, I saw that, like, transition. I think so, crazy. too. And it's crazy, because, like, like, how I said, and her, like, talking about people in high school, like, in that category is obviously me, because it's, like, me in high school... I didn't like her because of association, like I said. And now, like, we get drunk together. (laughs) (laughs) Now we, like, we have, like, deep, crazy talks. And, like, I mean, we spent almost, like, every day in 2020 together. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, starting um, March or, like, May, was it? Mm -hmm. Literally every single day, um, like... 12 to 16 hours we would see each other every single day and it's crazy because it's like i I think about our relationship and it's like i don't even know how to describe it it's just like complete comfort like i literally feel like i can say anything do anything and like i feel like that's why i feel like we're more than just friends because we're like 
this is gonna sound like really corny, but like around you, I feel like I'm home. <laughs> Cause like I don't know, I feel so comfy around you. I'm literally gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> Start sobbing. I don't know, like I just feel so comfortable around you. Like I don't feel judged. I feel like you know me. And like you know, like with friends, like maybe you have like a few things you don't say with certain ones, yeah. or like. But, like, I feel like we don't have that. I don't think I would hold back in telling you anything, to be, like... hmm And I think we're... And all, all that, I feel like we're pretty... Because I know... Like, we obviously went... I, and I feel like we've gotten... It's taken us, like, getting to this point and, like... Like, we've had, like, days where it's, like, sometimes I will say something and I'll be like, uh, I don't think that way or I don't mm-hmm. think that's, like, your right you know or like she's like like we've had our moments but i feel like we've gotten passed through all that and we kind of like know how one and the other kind of functions and how we are like i feel like that's how friendships should be though you shouldn't be the same person because then what are you gonna grow like what what's the growth that's gonna happen like if we if we just agreed on everything i feel like there would be no point to the friendship definitely damn that's crazy that is crazy because i i do remember like we would have, like, small discussions on, like, you saying, like, oh, like, maybe so-and-so did this, and I, and I would be like, well, maybe it's because of this, or maybe it's because of that, and then you would be like, okay, but they still did it, like, whatever, <laughs> and then I would be like, and then I, I, I would feel her, like, get bothered, because she's like, just fucking, like, why are you going, like, why are you trying to defend them, and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm just trying to fucking see the other perspective, <laughs> and now look at you talking about perspective, okay, but Emily's on another level of, yeah. of looking at each I'm side. I'm a little... I look at sides that don't even exist. <laughs> yeah. She creates, like, a, another, like, dimension of a side. <laughs> okay. But anyways, what the hell were we talking about? A relationship? We were talking about tattoos and then a relationship <laughs> and then... Um... Yeah, but... I don't know. It's just, like, a... Like, I think that's, like, the perfect way to say it is, like, it's it's just comfortable. It's, like, where each other is, like, home, safe space. Aww. Like, Yeah. I'm, like, so happy with our team because, like, you and Javi are literally my favorite people ever. And I get to come into work and, like, I don't know. It just, and it's great because you guys, even though we're so close, you guys don't come in here and, like, try to take advantage of the situation. And I think it's cool that you guys are like that. Because I've always been scared of, like, I don't want to hire friends. Because, like, what if they're like, oh, Sav's the homie. Like, I'm just going to be late every day and, like, not try my best. Oh. But, like, you and Javi are, like, top tier. But like, I f- it's because I feel like in, in well, I don't know. I can't speak for Javi, but I'm pretty sure he he feels, like, similarly. But, like, to me, it's, it's like, the thing with the thing with my relationship with Savannah is that, like, I honestly didn't. I, I changed completely, I feel like, in our relationship because even from when we had Slav say, and I've talked about this before, is that, like, I feel like I never had, like, confidence or anything like that. And starting with Slav say, like, that gave me kind of, like, more so, like, I guess physical confidence, like, mm-hmm. of, like, my looks. But, like, throughout Eileen Entertainment or, like, Gomez, how it started, that kind of gave me more confidence, like, mentally emotionally and like career-wise and in a sense so I feel like 
Savannah has challenged me in ways that, like, I never thought that I could be challenged. And, like, I've overcame things that, like, she probably doesn't even know that I overcame that, like, <laughs> in my personal life that I'm just, like, she helped me and she didn't even realize. So I feel like every single day when we come into work, it's kind of a thing of just, like, she's taught me that I have to be a good person and like a better of myself and that I can accomplish things and that's why like every day I'm just like what can I do next like what can I do that's next? crazy like, I feel like we we learned a lot from each other in 2020 like I learned to look at different perspectives to be nicer and I think I was always scared to show because I've always been nice but I'm scared to show that because I feel like people would take advantage of me yes you were terrified I remember like you, you and it's because a lot of people did like in Sav saying I'm not going to speak on who, but a lot of people took advantage of me for being nice. And I think I learned, like, you know what? You just you just got to do you, and people are always going to take advantage of you. But guess what? You just, like, you it's cut fine. them off, and you keep on moving. Mm-hmm. That, that, that shouldn't, like, not make you a good person is what other people do to you. Yeah. And then I think that, I think you learned that you have a lot more power than you think you do. 100%. I think she, she... Definitely. It definitely helped me, like, like I still struggle with it a lot, but I feel like I, like she's taught me how to kind of just, like, find my voice in a sense and, like, use it, like, in, to speak on, like, a general term, I guess, because I was always, like, I would kind of think that I know what to say, but it was really hard for me to say it, so. Yeah. That's crazy. Um... March was when COVID was starting. I remember that. Um, oh my god, I have like screenshots of when we used to like zoom. We zoomed? Oh my god, my memory sucks. <laughs> yeah, when quarantine first started, we would like zoom with our friends cuz we were so sad <gasps> oh and lonely. Oh my gosh. What do we do? We play a game or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it a little bit. Um Eek. COVID. So I remember when COVID first started, I was in real estate school. That was going to be my thing, was I was going to get my real estate license during the quarantine. Um, Damn. If you haven't noticed, I'm not a real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't, tell. you know, I admire people that like school. But I, I honestly think I have, like, I cannot focus. Like, I can't, like, sit there and, like, I love learning. I like reading on my own time but if somebody tells me hey you need to read these chapters and do a quiz i'm gonna say no respectfully (laughs) no thank you (laughs) but like i'll learn about the topics on my own i don't know what what it is with me i just hate like like um organized learning it pisses me off like i i wish i could just go to school and they'll be like um we're learning geometry come back in two months and let me know what you (laughs) learned like yes thank god (laughs) i wonder if there's a thing there's something like that I remember in high school, I would teach myself. I would go to class, and I wouldn't listen. I would just, like, write down what they taught, and then I'd go home and, like, look into it. Look into it. And oh, then I would come back, and, like, I'd taught myself. That's pretty cool. I wish I was like that. But I don't know. I just get pissed off when I, like, listen to teachers and stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I do that, too, sometimes, but not in school. But, like, what pisses me off... Okay, this is... I don't know why that... What you said, like, reminded me of, like, this pet peeve that I have... I don't know if anyone can relate, but when I'm about to do something, anything, like any little thing, and then someone tells me <laughs> to do it, I'm not going to do it. I can't believe you didn't think I was smart enough 
that I was going to do that, that you had to tell me. <laughs> because now, fuck you, I'm not going to do it. Oh my god. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, that happens all the time with my mom. Ugh. In March, I... Wait. Yeah, so, continuing with quarantine, um, when quarantine first started, my... Damn. <laughs> I'm, like, joking. Hold <laughs> on. So, my project for the quarantine that I had made for myself was... Um, so I was, like, really, really, really sad, because I stopped doing Savse. I felt like I had nothing to do, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna redo my whole room, because my room was, like, it looked like a 13-year-old boy's room. <laughs> so, um, I, like, saved up a little bit of money that I had from working, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna put this into my room, and I was trying to figure out, like, how I could make money off of redoing my room. So I, like, sat there, and I was like, Okay, so this certain thing on TikTok was trending where, like, you do, like, a glow-up thing. And I basically did that with my room. And then right when that TikTok dropped, I saw that it was getting a lot of traction. So I created an Amazon list. And I started, I made a YouTube video. And then I started sending people to my Instagram with, like, my Amazon links. And I did affiliate marketing. And I made a good amount of money off of that. So that was, like, my first little gig that I did during quarantine. And then after that, um, I just continued with TikTok and I would make like different TikToks. I'd be like my top favorite perfumes, my top skincare. And I would always put my affiliate links. And that was like my little TikTok fame, diving into it. A little hustle moment. A little hustle moment. (laughs) And like, yeah, that's that's what I was doing until my mom sent us a TikTok of balloons. That's when everything started. (laughs) When everything started. That's when. And then my mom was like, why don't you try making balloon art? Because we had already done, like, balloon arches and stuff for the events that we would plan. And this was right before Mother's Day. I came up with, like, my own style. And we put it out. I had I had, I had, had made one for um, my boyfriend at the time. And I, I sent it to his house. I took some pictures. I posted it online. It was really cute. And... Yeah, that's what it all started. We got about like eighty orders for, for Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Rented out. It was crazy. And we delivered for the entire day. We made balloons. I didn't sleep. It was crazy. I took a nap. I can't. I can't not sleep. Yeah. This, she took like a thirty-minute nap, and I took like a two-hour nap. But <laughs> it was. Really and she crazy. had everybody working. Her mom was blowing up balloons. Her dad was hot gluing. <laughs> I was just helping in any way that I could. It was that was crazy. crazy. I never expected our balloons to go like that crazy. That crazy. Like we got so many retweets all, all over our balloons. Yeah, because I had never. I still have. I don't think have seen anything like the standard and like the mini. No. Yeah. Nobody does balloons like us. So that's. That that specific style is like very mm-hmm. unique, and I feel like when, it's crazy because it's like that's that's a that's like how things pop off is just like a certain moment in time, mm-hmm. a certain thing, a certain open space of like something no one's ever seen before, and they just retweet it once and it just goes. That's crazy. that's I feel like that's how success is. It's like it's half working hard and half good luck, because I was working hard for a while. But it was just, like, the right moment, like, right before Mother's Day. It was a new thing. It was quarantine, so it was people quarantine. didn't know what, what to give their... their yeah, signi- and it their was, like, just the right moment in time. And, like, that's when everything started. 
crazy that was insane and that i that day was so oh my gosh it was insane i think we delivered for we left like at six in the morning and i think we finished at like six in the afternoon yeah and, and was there was two crazy, u-hauls two of them so i was with her dad and i was with her mom and i was like yeah i had a migraine by the end of the day oh my god it me too it was so ugly we didn't even stop to eat or anything <laughs> um after that we just continued making balloons and I remember this I remember this very specific moment where we made a balloon arrangement and em- I used to make them and Emily would deliver them with her mom's van. That was <laughs> My so mom's cute. little what is she has like a little Toyota Equinox and it was like the biggest car because Sav had her I don't know what the name of your car is. An FRS and my mom has a Mini Cooper so we could not deliver and anything. And I had a Camry and like we couldn't deliver in that and then her dad just had like a regular truck so we couldn't put it in the back. My mom had yeah. the little Equinox so I was like we'll just put it in there. <laughs> and there was this one time where she made a balloon and I delivered it and it was going good. It was all dandy and the freaking place was like 40 minutes away. Oh my God. And as soon as I was like pulling up to the house, lit, I could do not, every single balloon started just popping. Just like popping. And I was so scared to call Sav and tell her. And I called <laughs> her and she was like, okay, like just come back. Oh my God. When I hung up the phone, I started crying. I was, so, I, I don't know, because we had already had like a lot of like, moments where we had to like remake stuff because we just didn't have a vehicle to transport stuff so like stuff would start popping because of like the windows in the car and this this time i remember i had put so much time into those balloons they were so cute and like i just went in my room and like i started crying like i had a full mental breakdown like crying for like an hour and then my mom comes into the room and she was just like what's wrong why are you crying and i told her and then she like left and i was like okay i guess and she comes back like 15 minutes later and she was like okay we're leaving once emily gets here after she gets here we're leaving and we're buying a company van and that was like the first time where like i was like damn like we're gonna start taking this seriously like we're gonna have a a, like a car loan and i feel like there were so many times where I would do that like something bad would happen and I would literally have a complete mental breakdown and just want to quit everything and like I think of that now like what if one of those would have been the one where I quit and I would have just been like okay I'm gonna go to college or I'm gonna like just work I honestly thought that time was gonna be that time because I remember like taking the balloons back and going inside and it was like just Sav and her mom and like the freaking popped balloons at the door and Sav was like I'm done like I'm over it and then her mom literally like Rosie, Rosie was like, no, like, you're not going to stop. Like, you can't. Like, you have to keep trying. And Zav, you could tell that she had been crying. And she was just like, no, like, what do I even do? And then she's like, we're, Rosie's like, we're going to learn about balloons. That's what we're Mm going to do. Like, we're going to figure it out. Like, we're going to do it somehow. Thankfully, my mom's always been, like, a down-ass person. Like, she's always been, like, she's like, yeah, get the shop. Yeah, get the van. Like, (laughs) (laughs) me and her me and her like very dangerous together because like we're just like let's do it (laughs) and i think that's good too that right now i have a business partner like melissa because she's more so like she's experienced and she tells me like bro chill like we can't do all that because i'm very i'm a crazy risk taker because i'm the thing is like i'm not afraid of failure i've seen so much failure already in my life 
and I every time I fail, I just come back stronger. So I think it could be dangerous, but it could also be like the best thing ever. Because yeah. if I would have never taken that risk to buy a van or to buy this place, we wouldn't be where we were today. Yeah. Damn. So it's, it's all crazy. about risk. All those decisions that were made in 2020. I feel like a lot of people are scared to fail, and that's why they don't start stuff. Yeah. And it's like once you get over that, I feel like you become so powerful because nothing can stop you. Like most people, it's just themselves that stop that mm-hmm. stop them from, you know, doing what they want. Because a lot of people tell me, like, you're so talented. Like, I could never do what you're doing. Like, dude, I didn't know anything about balloons. I didn't know anything about flowers. <laughs> the only reason why I'm here is because... I'm consistent, and because I don't, I'm not afraid of anything. Like, there's so many times where, like, we failed. Like, we've, we have failed clients during events. We have failed um, our products to people. But, like, I'm the type of person where I'm going to make it right. I'm going to redo it until the person's happy, and I'm going to learn how to make it better. And that's all you can do. Like, instead of feeling defeated, it's just, like, what am I going to learn from this? And, like, how am I going to make it better? And you just have to, at the end of the day, you have to, like, that's what I do is I, I manifest what I want. It's like, you know, five years from now, I want to have multiple locations. I want to have, like, my dream business. I want to have a really happy staff and, like, nothing's going to stop me. And, like, the little failures that I have along the way are just, they're just going to teach me how to get there. Little bumps on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Period. That was crazy. That because honestly we've been through a lot with this business yeah a lot and like i'm just glad like me and you never felt defeated to the point where we wanted to stop and i it's it's crazy because i feel like there were so many moments but i i think i can really say that like i think in front of each other we like we may have thought it or we may have had like breakdowns and stuff like that but in front of each other I feel like we both knew like I had to keep going because like something was gonna be and I remember like her mom too my gosh she's like the backbone of everything because she was always she's like this is gonna be a big business like this is gonna make it literally and like it's the beginning yeah and then Sam was like stop saying that like whatever but what I'm saying is that like in moments of like us having a long day having worked from like 5 a.m and it was, like, 12 a.m., and then me and Sav were barely getting food. Like, we were tired as fuck, but, like, at the end of the day, we're like, damn, that was a productive day. See you tomorrow at 4 a.m. <laughs> like, And we, we used to do the exact same revenue we do now. So we had the same workload that the girls have now. Damn. We have a team of eight, and we were doing it all ourselves. A team of two. That's insane. Um, oh, dude. That's crazy. Um, do you want to... Wait, what, what What? part were we on? <laughs> I'm so confused. We um, oh, yeah, like the defeated moment. After that, like we just continued with the business. We started doing flowers just because people started asking for flowers. We started taking yeah. it more seriously. Do you want to talk a little bit about how that was? Because at that time, I was making the balloons and Emily would do the flowers. That was like our, the each other's little... Mm-hmm. That was like our little... But then the flowers blew up. Yeah. And Emily used to do them at her house, and we used to have to, like, scavenger hunt the entire Las Vegas grocery store market. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I became (laughs) friends with, like, the florist on, like, the Albertsons. That's, like, literally down the street from us now. Like, I would call her, and I'd be like, 
hey. <laughs> and she's be like, mm, we don't, our shipment doesn't get here today. And I was like, okay, see you tomorrow. <laughs> that was insane. That was so stressful. Yeah, so I think, I honestly don't even clearly remember, to be honest, like, just because Sav tells me how it went. But I feel like the day of Mother's Day was such a blur. But that day, I guess, we made our first, like, bouquet. And then oh, exactly a week later, I tried making, like, wrapping with craft paper and it was like a dozen red roses with craft paper and it was so disgusting (laughs) um and then after that I just started experimenting with just like wrapping wrapping styles and like different flowers and then people started asking us for things and we didn't know what we were doing but if a client wanted sunflowers tulips and purple roses they were gonna get sunflowers white tulips and purple roses <laughs> and we would go to the freaking edge of the city to go get whatever yeah. the fuck they wanted because it was crazy yeah it was um insane. after that we migrated into my house we took over my mom's <clears throat> living room and we had like our whole workstation there we would work there every day we got the the flower fridge and yeah. a couple of we invested so much money into all this equipment and then we started hiring employees. That was crazy. That's insane. All in like less than a year, we did all of this, dude. And we started hiring employees. And um, I don't know, it was crazy. Like it was, me and Emily had no management experience. And no. we just like got thrown yeah. into this. <laughs> During this time, our old manager is like, you guys can come back to work now. It's starting we to- were like, um. um. I told him, I was like, um, I think think i'm good i work literally 16 hour days and he was like no it's fine just make your money like i totally understand i don't even know what i told him i think it took me a while to (laughs) you took too damn long to respond (laughs) to that man it's because we like i had freaking texts from like clients and stuff so at that point in time it was so hard to like get a hold of me because i kept getting like texts and like yeah because we didn't have a website we would literally take every single order manually it was crazy that was insane but it was that was cool. Like her house was like a little flower shop, and it was it's just crazy that like you had like a little team like out of your house and like. Dang, we had like up to like what like four employees at at one point in there. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So like, pretty much everyone in our team now was working at my house except Charlene. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That was so many people coming in and out of my home, and like. My mental health was, like, weird at that point because, it like, it was weird because I never felt like I was out of work. Like, now, even though I'm here most of the day, um, I go home and I feel, like, zen because yeah. nothing's at my home. And, like... Oh, I didn't even think about that because I would be able to go home, so I... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, like... Because, like, I remember, like, you would leave and it was, like, time to go to bed and, like... It just feels weird because, like, I would stay on the computer until late and, like, I, it was hard because my brain didn't know, like, how to distinguish. distinguish, like, work towards, like, and then I would go to bed and I wouldn't even feel comfortable. Yeah, because, you know, your work was literally right out. Yeah. And, you know, that's crazy because a lot of people work from home right now. So, like, some people, like us, like, you were lucky to be able to have, like, moved into the shop. But, like, I wonder if anyone had any tips for like how you how do you do that like i now thinking about that i'm like dang like i don't think i would be able to sleep either i feel like it would just be like work outside there teasing me like come do me come do me yeah. <laughs> oh my god it was 
and then we that's then we started looking into getting a place and like the place that we're in now it was the first place we looked at wasn't it yeah it was the first place we looked at but remember we thought it was like really out of reach so we didn't i i think we didn't even look in here no the the person that the what is the agent told us they're like oh like the first place we're gonna look at is in the corner over there and we literally looked at the building and we were like no that is way too big we were like maybe in five years that yes place is gigantic <gasps> dude that makes me so emotional because this place is huge like we have, like, a like front so section. We have a whole back section that we work out of. We have a drive-thru. We have three offices. We have a back office. We have a whole, like, giant break room. We have two bathrooms. Like, this is literally, like, and it's it crazy. Feels, it feels small now, to be honest. It feels small. It's, like, so packed in here. This used to be a bank, if you guys didn't know. Like, it's so crazy to me that, like, a big corporation bank used to be here and like now it's us like it went from like a credit union to like eileen entertainment that's insane to me like this little company that we built like took over a bank like what a, bank was it a credit union oh is that the name i don't know yeah I don't know about banks but... um but then like we were looking at small places <laughs> and like i remember i was like i don't and then dude when we saw this place I didn't think it was achievable, but I already envisioned, like, what we would do with it. Like, I thought it was so perfect. Because this place has, like, so many windows. And yeah. I was like, the plants, the, it's going to look so pretty. Outside. And it's, like, a corner. has, like, a patio section. It has a drive through And I was like, oh, my God, if I could get this place. And, like, for a while, we saw it. And then after that, like, my mom was like, just forget about it. Like, it's not attainable right now. Maybe, like, in five years. And then after that we continued making like so many sales and we got our first investors and it became achievable and like now it's like achievable like and we did I think it. it was like literally less than a month that, that it yeah. was like no we can't get it and then it was like holy crap like everything just turned around and now i think <laughs> we're gonna get it <laughs> and then it didn't feel real until like i signed the papers and got the keys and i was like what the frick bro She's like, what is this? And then when we made, like, our first, like, sale day in here. Oh, my god! Oh, my gosh. God. That's so crazy. And then Ew, it was so nasty. Props to you if so you came crazy. to pick up a bouquet when it was not even we had started. I know. Why did we do that? That's gross. It looks so <laughs> ugly in here. That's so crazy. My dad has literally built this place by mm. himself with his bare hands. That's why it's been taking so long. But we've been saving a lot of money because this is freaking expensive y'all literally so expensive the handiest man he made the shop into something so home like i come in here and i'm like happy because it's so cute it's like it's such my aesthetic it's like it's like industrial but it's cute and like there's plants everywhere and you know with with the quarantine i started learning how much i love plants like they bring me they bring me so much joy because they're just like these little things with life in them and you like take yeah. care of them. I love I love plants so much. And I'm so excited to open and just be like this little greenhouse where you come get your coffee and some flowers and Aww. I just want to be that Can like local shop here. where like you know you and your friend don't know what to do today. Let's go to Eileen. Like that always makes us happy. Literally. Like even, even if, if you're just thinking about what to do yeah. next, you're like let's just go grab a coffee and then think about what we're going to do next. Or even like day. Let, like hey, let's go do our homework at Eileen, get a coffee. Like Aww, the vibe cute. is like fun and like i just want everyone to like because our our entire team is like such good people 
like everybody here like i love them has good intentions and like i always make sure like everyone i hire is just like good vibes mm-hmm. even though we're all very different like not like for example like um we have like more like fun bubbly people and then we have other people that are like a little more serious yeah. like javi but like at the end of the day like we all i feel like love the company love our customers and we love what we do and it's crazy because i feel like if you met most of the girls like individually it's like i don't think that you would think we would get along but it's mm-hmm. like when you walk into the shop and you see the dynamic that each person creates mm-hmm it's crazy because it's such a like fun environment to be in and thinking about it now now that you pointed out i'm like it's true like i don't know if i would even think i could be friends yeah. with any of these girls like outside not in a bad way but it's just like we're just all really different i feel like but you know i think that's cool with, but it's like i think it's because like we i try to have fun here like of course we're like strict and you know um our top priorities are customers too. and like our product but at the end of the day, like, we have fun. Like, you guys see our TikToks. Like, every Sunday, we have, like, meetings. And, like, we, um, we, I feel like we just all get along. Like, we're just all good vibes. And I always try to make the work environment, like, at the end of the day, fun. Like, we're bumping music. Mm-hmm. We're laughing. Literally. But, yeah. And I feel like everyone knows, like, when to, like, turn it all on yeah. and off. Like, when something, it's crazy because it's, like, we'll be in here having fun and joking and playing and dancing. And then... Uh, it it happens, you know, like, we'll make a mistake on something or, like, something goes wrong or something, and then everyone just completely changes, and they're like, okay, like, how are we going to fix this? Yeah. Which is, like, that's and that, how it should be. That's what I like about our team, too, is, like, nobody here, like, if we ever have, like, a complaint or something, nobody here is, like, feels defeated or is, like, whatever, just refund them. Like, we, like, always go above and beyond yeah. for our customers. Like, Everyone's we... Like, give them a gift card. Give them <laughs> chocolates. Give them this. Give them Especially case. with me because I feel like I have such a connection to all of them. I'm like, yeah. what if they follow my Twitter and they know me personally? Like, I will literally... Like, right now, like, today, our website glitched and we didn't deliver something yesterday. And today, I told the dude, I was like, you know what? I'll give you double what you ordered. I'll take it right now. Like, personally, like, I don't care if I'm off already. Like, I don't know. Like, I just... And honestly... 90% of the time when someone complains at the end they're like you like surpassed my expectations like your customer service was so good like you ended up like making it 10 times better I feel like most people too they're like like you'll do all these things for them and they're like I didn't expect anything to be honest I was just letting you know like you kind of fucked up my order but thank you Frick. <laughs> and everyone is so nice about it like yeah I think it's because we create like a connection with our customers like yeah. i feel like a lot of them feel like they know us mm-hmm. and i think that's dope like i want people to walk into the shop and just be like that's m like that's sav like that's javi like that's glenda <laughs> glenda <laughs> um but yeah so yeah we talked about moving into the shop um and now we're just here we're just grinding waiting for opening day what is it january um yeah we're is opening january 22nd mm. Yes, I wonder it's gonna if be crazy. If this will be out by then. So now that we kind of talked about the business aspect of 2020, we're gonna go a little I'm bit scared. deeper into our personal lives. Oh God. Um. Ooh. So we're gonna talk a little bit about Emily's first little fling. Thanks to the business. <laughs> Thanks to the business, actually. So, um, 
I'll kind of talk a little bit about it, but first and foremost, I just want to say that everyone that's being talked to in this podcast <laughs> will not be named. Yeah. There's no bitterness. There's, There's no, no bitterness. Respect. Me and Emily are both happy AF right now. Super happy. Real Emily's extremely happy. <laughs> I'm I'm chilling. I'm happy. I'm good. Um, but we'll talk about yeah. So we had this customer that used to order from us, and I thought he was hella funny. I was like, I like this guy. She always was like, dude, this guy is so funny. Read what he yeah. said. I don't know why I was like, I was so like, I was obsessed with him. I was like, Emily has to date him, and like, thankfully she found him attractive. I was like, thank God. Which is crazy because I honestly like didn't expect. Yeah, she was, would just tell me, and I would mm-hmm. be like, whatever. Yeah, like okay, guys, girls. And then but. she became obsessed. With him. <laughs> so I ended up like, um, they followed each other, and like I ended up tweeting like, somebody get Emily flowers, and then he ended up getting Emily flowers from us. And then everything just started going from there. Do you want to talk a little bit about your little fling? That was so... Okay, so... Oh, my... And I vividly remember, like, when he, like... So he DM'd the Instagram, and he was like, Hey, I want to send at... And then he put my at flowers. Like, I don't know why he didn't think that I was part of the Instagram, because at that time, like, we were both had the Instagram. And so... So I was like, yeah. And then he got me flowers, and then... Like, I DM'd him, and I was like, oh, like, thanks for the flowers, you know, like, waiting. And honestly, he was playing hard to get at first, which was like, you know, I don't mind a little chase sometimes, like, (laughs) and I was like. Emily loves men that ignore her. Oh, mm -hmm, (laughs) yummy, my favorite, (laughs) my favorite flavor. And so he was honestly trying, like, a little, what do you call it? Like, he just. He was just being, like hard to get and yeah like weird i don't know but like a little too hard to get he was and being so, like a little arrogant about it too he was so because yes like i like i i like voicing my stuff on twitter sometimes okay like leave me alone i can do whatever i want it's my fucking twitter okay and so whenever he would like leave me on red or like do something you know like i would tweet and like say like little things i think i did it like twice though like it wasn't something too crazy and then i remember I asked him, I was like, well, you're over here, like, talking to me. I forgot exactly who I went, but basically he told me that he saw that I subtweeted him and that, like, he, that I couldn't depend on men because of that, because I was subtweeting and I was so hurt over it or something like that. But I just remember him telling me, like, oh, like, you need to love yourself. Like, you can't depend on me. And I was like... I remember I was so pissed when this happened. That was so... I honestly have forgot how, how much he had said to me. Anyways, he, like, stopped talking to me, or, like, I stopped talking to him after that. I was, like, dude, it was literally a joke. Like, I was just subtweeting, like, get over it yourself, whatever. And then um, he ended up coming back, and he came back ten times stronger because we ended up, like, dating, not exclusively, but we hung out, like, every single day. Mm. And Probably on his side it was exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. This is this is why I put so much emphasis on communication. Yeah, I I thought I think he just like fell really hard for you after that. But I always tell Emily, I feel like you you were his karma. Oh yeah. Oh, so this this man, he like told me he basically told me he cheated on his ex-girlfriend and like not technically, but technically like, the way he told it was, like, I didn't literally cheat on her, but I made it seem like I did so that she would break up with me. Which is such a shitty thing to do already. Oh, my God. You're literally... Whoa. 
like finding out someone cheated on you is like it's such a heart-wrenching thing and for you to just lie about it yeah i've never been cheated on but i should have known that was like the biggest red flag ever yeah especially when he told you but the universe (laughs) said no keep talking to him because you're gonna be his karma after sav told me like oh you were his karma i was like honestly um i think i was a little hurt but i wasn't that hurt well honestly i can't even be hurt because i'm the one that cut it off (laughs) and he felt i feel so bad because he did he did have feelings for me and i thought like i could reciprocate those feelings but when they grew more intense um on his side i think on my side it just stayed stagnant less intense yes and i just had to cut it off and i felt bad because he did do so much for me and i appreciated everything that he did to me he was a really great guy that's so funny why are you laughing (laughs) i'm laughing because the the fling that i had after you had that one was the exact same thing but i was him and emily was the guy that i was talking to let's talk about it oh god um first of all me and sav can't have a guy at the same time we try so hard to like double date but we can't (laughs) well i don't want to brush over my first relationship my first relationship was like a really long relationship it was like it was an amazing relationship and i honestly kind of messed up i just got like i started prioritizing work too much and i wasn't appreciating him the way that i needed to and it just we just fell off and we decided to just be friends and we are we're friends like we're chill like um there's like no romantic um what is it called like like we we are not interested in each other romantically but we love each other deeply because i learned so much from myself from that relationship um i could like definitely say at least in that point in time like he was my best friend and i have never grown so much as a person but I don't want to, like, completely ignore the fact that that was a thing. But I just don't want to go too deep into it because I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable or anything. But, um, yeah, and then after Very Emily well had said. her little fling, well I had a fling, too. It wasn't that long, but um, it was, was just, it? like, two, it seemed like, it was, like a while. three months, two, three months. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, something so short could, like, have so much feelings. So much feeling because i've i've been like the type of girl that's always in long relationships and um usually i'm 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 very emotionally strong and i'm able to like reflect on what happened and get over it and like just learn from what i did wrong or from what they did wrong and be like okay i'm gonna be a better person for the next person that comes into my life or for myself mm-hmm. And this fling was, like, weird because, you know, I've been in, like, short flings like that. And it's, like, okay, like, we cut it off and, like, I don't even, I don't even, like, lose sleep over it. I'm totally fine. But this fling was just weird because while I was going through it, I felt like, whoa, like, we're going to date. And this is going to be, like, the best relationship I've been in. Because I, like, felt like. I don't think you've ever had, like, a fling fling. Everything, like, you've had just relationships yeah so like you in your head it was like it's gonna be a relationship and Mm -hmm. since you had gone through so much from your past relationships for you like you were molded into and like the perfect partner i was low-key molded into like not perfect because i definitely had things i could have done better but but i learned from like my past relationships and i think i was like the best version of myself for this guy there you go yeah and i was like making time for him and like 
making sure he felt appreciated and like it was so crazy because I've never really tried that hard for anyone Mm -hmm. and it was just weird like everything was going great and then all of a sudden they just hit you up with like hey I I don't you know they were like reciprocating completely the entire time and then just one day they're just like you know what I don't Uh, I don't feel the same no (laughs) Uh. I don't feel the same well I think I like someone else and like I, looking back at it now, it was, like, that was the, I was telling Emily that was the first time I've ever gone through something like that, where someone's, like, I don't like you enough. Like, I usually, like, guys like me more, and, like, I kind of get a little scared, mm-hmm. which was, was kind of happening, It this was kind of happening in this fling, too, where, like, at first he was coming off super strong, and I was getting a little scared, but I was, like, you, you like know what, that? I really like him, I'm gonna match his energy, like, I'm not the type of person that gets, like, scared over somebody coming on strong. Because it's, yeah. like... Because you come on strong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly, like, the person, like, I know what I want. And, yeah. and like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't play games. Like, if I like you, you're going to know. Um, But, yeah. Who was I saying? <laughs> but, um, yeah. But when that fling ended, it was, like... It was crazy. And, like, I feel like I was kind of grieving over like everything i went on in 2020 because i didn't even talk about like my cousin's death either because like my cousin which was also like my best friend i would like talk to him about everything died so after he died is when i you know i i got out of my long relationship i was going through all this like stuff of like the business and like being so stressed and like not having time for myself and like i was like holding all of that in and then when this guy like broke my heart at the time like all of that sunk in and like I was grieving everything I went through 2020 with at the same time and it was the end it was like the end of the year yeah I think we stopped talking like literally like a couple like the day before New Year's Eve yeah and I could see like why like he thought I was like he thought I was like really hurt which I was super hurt about it but I was literally just grieving the entire year like that was like you know when you withhold so much and then, like, something something happens and then you just, like, cry about everything that you withhold? Yeah. And I remember Emily was there, like, because he cut it off over text and, like, I was at work. That's the worst. Like, have you That's ever been sad at work? Yes, it's so bad. It's the worst. And, like, I just remember, it's like, I was so confused. Like, the first hour after I was confused because it's it's so crazy because, like, I think of, like, people that are in marriages and then just, like, someone just tells them, like, I don't, I don't want you anymore. That's kind of, I, like, I mean, I'm not comparing that. We weren't married. Yeah, no, but, like, it's just, like, crazy how, easy, like, you know? it's that easy yeah. to just, like, I don't care anymore. Bye. Like, as much as he could have done that to you and you guys were just a fling, like, a regular person in a marriage can do that, too. Yeah. But that's. I just think that's crazy because it's a thing. Like, it happens. And, like... So much. I was so confused. I was just, like, what is going on? Like, I literally couldn't process she it. She kept, like, looking at her phone, and she... Like, she had no emotion in her face. You were just... I was just You confused. were blowing up balloons because we had something the next day. Yeah. And I was over there making flowers, and she was just, like... We kept looking over at each other, and she was, like, what? Did you... Did, can you read this? I'm like, like am I right? getting punked right now? Yeah, li- that's exactly the reason. I literally thought somebody was, like, playing a joke on Cut me. Cut the cameras! <laughs> And then, you know how, like, it's crazy. It wasn't a breakup, but it kind of felt like one for some reason. Because we were moving super fast. We would see each other, like, every day. Not every day, but, like, every other day. And, like, 
I don't know, I would talk to him, like, all day, every day, and, yeah, like, it kind of went from, like, confused to, like, really sad to, like, angry, and then, I mean, I didn't grieve, I didn't, I didn't go about it the way I wish I would have, because usually, like, when stuff like that happens to me, I keep it all off social media, or, like, I just start working on myself, and I kind of go MIA a little bit, but with this one, I was just so confused, like, when, when I, when I can't sit back and, like, be like, this is why this happened, or yeah. this is why it's not gonna work out, then I just get, like, super in my head, and, like, it's, I don't know, so, yeah, I kind of, like, subtweeted him a little bit, and, like, I was just doing too much, and, like, looking back, it's, like, ugly, but honestly, like, you it's were what, feeling it out, I, it was, it's what, it was the first time you felt something like that, yeah, because I've never, I've never felt something like that before, like, nobody's ever done that to me, so, I don't know. I was just going through it the way that I felt like I needed to. I mean, it could have went worse. I don't think I did yeah, that bad. Honestly, but honestly, no. But and for it being the first time. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that was crazy. But now I'm good. Like, I still don't understand it, but I'm chilling. Like, I've come to the conclusion, like, I'm not going to understand why that didn't work out. And, like, maybe it just, like, just didn't like me. Like, yeah. didn't like me enough, and that's fine. And I think I... You know, as a Leo, I have, like, this egotistical thing in me that's, like, why wasn't I enough? Like, I'm <laughs> awesome. Like, what the heck? Literally. Like, I treated you perfectly. Like, I did so much. Like, I could have... did. I could have... I, I think if I would have done more, I would have been too perfect. Yeah. And, like, he explained to me, like, what I did wrong. And I was just, like, okay. Like, I could see why that was wrong. Perspective. Perspective. Okay. But also, like, damn, do you think I'm perfect? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, what damn, the heck? Like, nitpicking Communication, hello? Yeah. Um, but I, I learned stuff from this. Like, don't get too attached too fast, even if you feel like someone's perfect. Because I remember I used to tell everyone, like, this guy's too nice. He's too perfect. Like, something has to be wrong with him. He was too nice. I used to tell everyone that. And, like... He was a very nice guy. I still think he's really nice. Um, I just didn't like the way he went about that, but, I mean, it's whatever, like, we're young, like, hopefully he learned from, like, kind of how he cut that off, and I'm gonna learn, I learned a lot from that, I learned, you can't expect, you can't expect the love you give to be enough for someone, even if it's, like, so much, Mm -hmm. it's, like, maybe that's not what they want, they want something different, yeah. His beautiful potential for him didn't fulfill yeah. him. But it'll fulfill somebody. Period, girl. Per. <laughs> I'm not even I'm that not I'm not sad about it anymore. Like I know my twenties are gonna be heartbreak after heartbreak and you just gotta we we just gotta get up and do it again, you know? That was crazy. I was I was actually talking about this with my therapist. Oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah. And she was like she was telling me she's like, Well you can't um She's like, how do you know something's not good or if it is good if you don't try it? She's like, it's like, just go for it. Like, the worst thing that can happen is that it doesn't happen. And it's like, you're going to feel that out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Damn. You, you can only, like, keep getting better. You just have to, like, like date as much as you can. And that's going to make you emotionally strong, to be mm-hmm. honest. And it's going to make you know what you want. You know, guy after guy, you're going to be like, I didn't like what he did here. And like you said, like you get what you got from the last person and you learn about it and you apply it to your next person. And yeah. 
So whoever the hell gets me after this, <laughs> a little closer to perfection. The last one was the best version. This one, I don't know. It's uh, up um, there. I think I think I just um I tried too much. I just like my biggest goal was like to make sure like he knew he was appreciated. Like I was making time for him because I was so scared to be like, because a lot of guys that I date, they're like, oh she doesn't have time for me. Mm-hmm. and like she's always working and like work is her number one thing and they stop feeling appreciated and with this dude i was like literally you know freaking flipping the moon upside down <laughs> for him to make sure i had time for him and all this stuff and it's like i don't know sometimes you don't have to do all that and it's okay while you were talking about that it made me think too and it's like per, again perspectives whatever but it's crazy because what if for you, you were over here, like, moving the moon and stuff. But for him, it's, like... It still wasn't enough. It Like, he's, like, what did you do? Like, you did, like... Like, not saying it in a bad way, but it's just, like... Maybe to him, it was, like, that was a bare minimum, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, to you, you're, like, this was literally the best version of myself. That's and true. to him, he was, like, no, like, what? You literally didn't do anything. Like, you were just, like, every other girl. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's what he said, but it's just, like, that's how sometimes situations like these are in that you want to give someone your all and to them it's just not enough and that's okay like i it's nothing to do with you like you like you said you moved the moon you literally did Mm -hmm. to you yes that's how it was to him no but okay that's you that's him two completely different things i think what helped me get over all that what, what helps what helped me get over like a lot of stuff with men is like the world is so huge, and, like, <laughs> I, I tell everyone this now. I tell this to Javi it's all the time. I say, I say, Javi, our soulmate is in France right now in a <laughs> library reading a book that we can't even understand. <laughs> and we're over here crying about, you know, a little speck in the universe. Like, a tiny speck. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's not, you know, people make big impacts in your life, but... You just gotta, you gotta heal and you gotta realize, like, you know, you have your whole life ahead of you. You have a million other people to meet. You have a lot of places to see. And it's like, I don't know. I could meet my soulmate tomorrow. I could meet him when I'm 35. I could meet him when I'm 40. Who knows? But I feel like we can't settle. Like, we can't settle. We can't get hung up on, like, a person in our past. Like, we just gotta keep going. So, yeah. You live and you learn. <laughs> so now I'm just dating casually. Yeah. Working on myself. Casually dating Sav. Woo. Casually dating Sav. Sav casually dating. Um How's I'm very I'm very cool. communicative though, so like um they they know we're not exclusive. <laughs> um Hi, my name is Sav and I just wanna casually date. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not gonna be I being exclusive is so Cause like, why I don't know. Part of me understands it, but the other part of me is like, why, why would you be exclusive before being serious? Cause then it's like we're not dating, but we're not seeing other people, and then it just starts getting confusing a little bit. Define exclusive. Exclusive is like you're not seeing anyone else. You're only spending time and giving your attention to this one guy. Is exclusive not like boyfriend girlfriend? I thought that's not- what it was um no it's like it well because like sometimes when people talk they communicate with each other and they say i'm not gonna see anyone else i'm only seeing you 
So then you're excused. Wow. Yeah, but you're not boyfriend and girlfriend. Me yet. has done, knows nothing about dating. <laughs> Me, a whore. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess like it's fine, but it shouldn't. You shouldn't stay at that stage for a long time because it's kind of like. Yeah. So you're not gonna make me your girlfriend, but we're exclusive, and then that's like that's what like, cause like I cut off so many guys I was dating that I actually liked. Like there was a couple of them that I was like, whoa, like I like these guys, but then like when I met this one dude, I like literally cut them all off, and I was like, I'm gonna be exclusive. I'm gonna put yeah. all my time into this guy, and it's like, I don't think it's wrong to talk to multiple people at the same time. It's not. As long as you communicate that. Yeah, that you are. But if you're really feeling one to the point where you're like, I'm going to ask this girl to be my girlfriend, then you should probably communicate that and stop talking to other girls. But if you don't feel that way, I don't think there's a problem as long as you tell that person. Because, like, if he would have communicated with me that he wants to continue seeing other people, I would have continued seeing, like, the other guys that I yeah. that I was really feeling. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So that's good. You let that Now you're taking that, like, communicating into, like, casually dating so that mm-hmm. they know that, too. And I'm very, like, I'm very, like, I tell people how I feel exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot of people take that as, like, blunt or, like, too much. Yeah. But I definitely need a guy that's like that. That tells me, like, hey, I hate that you did this. This made me uncomfortable. And then, because I'm, like, really open-minded and I'll be, like, all right, like, let me fix this. Or, like, if it's something stupid, I'll tell you, like, I think you're overreacting. Maybe, like, that's more so a you problem. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. But it's good to like put it out there because yeah, it's no, like, yeah. I really just don't like like underlying things where like people feel a certain way and don't say it. I don't remember what. Oh my god, I don't know where I got this from, but a thought just came into my head of some. I don't know if I read it, heard it on a podcast or something, but someone was telling me like, or someone was telling me. I heard it somewhere, or someone, I don't know if someone told me, or I forgot, whatever, anyways, <laughs> the the point is, is that it was talking about feelings of, like, embarrassment, or, like, you being too bold, and, like, why aren't you confident, or something like that, and it's, like, it basically said, like, you can choose to, like, you can choose to feel a certain way, like, feeling embarrassed, feeling guilty, feeling a certain way like that, like, you choose to feel that way so it's like if you're bold and you get embarrassed like why are you embarrassed like just don't be embarrassed (laughs) why are you homeless just buy a house stop stop (laughs) i knew you were gonna say that (laughs) but it's just like like you can like in a sense it's like i know it it sounds dumb but it's like you can control those feelings or like attempt to by and that's how you be that's how people become bold because like they literally Mm -hmm. don't give a fuck you don't have to be, like, if you're going to be bold, you said what you said because that's how you feel. Why are you going to mm-hmm. feel a certain way because of how you feel? And then I was thinking about this, too. Like, that whole little thing that I went through, it started opening me up to, like, manifestation and, like, meditating. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, you can, like, literally teach yourself how to feel stuff and how to get over stuff. Like, I think it's so powerful. Like, you being able to just sit there and speak to yourself and be, like, this is what I'm going to be. This is how I'm going to feel. And we're going to heal through this. And, like, just healing through it. Because at the end of the day, like, you're your own demon. Girl, when we fight in demons, we fight in ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Tell me why. Okay, this this was literally me the other day. I came into work in the morning. I was, like, I think it was, like, two days ago. 
and it was just not not my day and i i was literally sobbing in the bathroom in the morning and i remember i just i this sounds so dumb and i feel like you you can hear it in like so many other places but if you just like look at yourself and this is another thing my therapist told me my therapist always told me to talk to yourself like you're talking to someone that you love and ever since i heard that that's literally changed the way that i am with myself that i treat myself because i feel like we so we're not so conscious about how we talk to ourselves Mm -hmm. because it's just like such a like internal thing to where like you don't think about how you talk to yourself like you don't think about that stuff but if you just literally sit there and like talk to your or like look in the mirror and you're like you're gonna be okay like it's gonna be okay like why are you crying you know like it happened mm-hmm. like feel it out like if you're crying that's okay like you look kind of pretty while you're crying like your eyes get a little puffy i love crying now because it just get gets you over it so much faster yeah i saw this thing online that said talk to yourself how you would talk to yourself when you were seven like if you right now oh, would be talking cute. to you when you're young that's cute because if and like that also has helped me too because like when i was young i was so insecure and so sad and i was just like a sad little lonely kid and now like i feel like i've become someone that like little me would be proud of Mm -hmm. and like i'm so hard on myself and sometimes i'm like seven-year-old me would think i'm awesome so why am i being so mean to myself seven-year-old me would think i'm fucking cool (laughs) seven-year-old me was wearing like khakis seven-year-old me was wearing um those monkey shirts the bubblegum yes. monkeys. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> <laughs> what were those called? What were those fucking monkeys called? I have no idea. I don't oh remember. God. I had so many shirts and sweaters for the, oh the monkey like blowing bubblegum. That's crazy. But yeah, 2020 now. That's Where insane. are we now in 2021? Um, now I... Emily's in love. She's engaged. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Basically, just kidding. No, I'm. I'm talking to this guy, and honestly, like. This is crazy because it's like, I saved his number already. That's crazy. She didn't even, oh, I'm not going to say that. But she does not save anyone's number, even if she's talking to them for a long, long time. <laughs> um, yeah, I it's see. going good, right? How long have you it's been talking to him for? It hasn't, that's, that's what scares me is, and like, this is what scares me too, is that like you, hearing you talk about how like you guys like, um, how like your little fling happened and stuff, but like that i like like it, it's is scary and i'm not the relationship person i've never been in like an exclusive exclusive relationship to where i can say that's my ex-boyfriend whatever um but we've been talking since like a couple of days before christmas so it hasn't even been that long mm-hmm. but i just feel so comfortable around him and it's just Aww, like like we i love that i don't and it's it's cool because it's like we don't talk too much, like, throughout the day. Like, he's he's a terrible texter. But honestly, I kind of admire that because... You're then a terrible we can texter. Have... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> what? <laughs> you think I'm a terrible texter? Um, I think you're a terrible texter. No, I don't think you're a terrible texter, but for some reason, I imagine you talking to men, and I feel like you take really long and are probably dry. That's a valid point. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways... This is this is what I, this is what I take from that is that like he can be a terrible texter but like in person our conversations are great yeah. so like it kind of makes up for it and it, honestly like it makes me we don't see each other too often like at all but when we do I feel like it's really meaningful so I'm just like yeah take it slow because I feel like it could backfire when you like start going super fast yeah that's what I'm scared of too because I'm like 
I feel so obsessed with him, so I'm just like, Love tone it you. back, tone it back a little, take it back, come on. I just hate, because, like, I'm the type of person where, like, I want the guy to be, like, so obsessed with me, like, mm-hmm. texting me all day, and then, and, like, seeing me very often, and, like, trying his, or, like, oh my, like, my love language is when, like, guys are like, I know you're busy, like, let me come by the shop and help you, oh, oh my, girl, I will fall in love with you, like, two seconds, <laughs> but, um. That's beautiful. I love that story. I love this story. I love this story. But, um, I'm, like, it could, like, it's kind of scary because, like, sometimes when guys are obsessed with you, either they're manipulative or, like, they're, like, lying because they want something from you or, like, I don't know. Or, like, it's just going to backfire. But then, I don't know. I need to find, like, a good middle ground of someone that's, like, obsessed with me and, like, has good intentions. I think, I think you might need someone that's, like, that is obsessed with you but also knows how to give you your space. Yeah. And, like, knows how to communicate the fact that I am obsessed with you, but I'm going to let you work today, and I'm mm-hmm. going to see you at the end of the day. So, like, if I don't text you, it's because I know you're busy, and I'm going to be doing my stuff, and I want you to focus on yourself right now. Oh, my God. Do you want a date? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, because I thought I had that. But <sighs> you know what my mom told me? She's like, you need a... You remember, like, Jeffree Star's ex-boyfriend? He was just, like, a trophy boyfriend? Yes. She's like, maybe you just need a trophy man. Like, somebody really cute that just, like, follows you around. Oh, my gosh. No, I'd probably get annoyed of him and be like, you freaking loser. I saw a TikTok the other day that was, like, this girl talking about this guy that cheated on her. And it was crazy because, like, when they first started out, like, the guy, like, they went on, like... And it, it seemed, like, so perfect. Like, they went on, like, four dates in a matter of, like, a couple months, I think. And then he was like, I'd like to meet your parents, like, you know, and then she was like, okay. And then like, she met, he met her parents or whatever. And like the parents loved them. And then like, um, a couple like more months down the line and he asked her to be his girlfriend. And then she found out that the whole time, like he was, he had another whole ass girlfriend and he did the exact same thing. And I'm just like, Dude, ima- I can't even imagine, like, if I introduced my parents to somebody and, like, they did some shit like that, like, I, I don't know if I could recover from that, bro. It's crazy because, like, I didn't really know that, like, could see that. But now, like, that I've been dating more, I could definitely see how somebody could hide all that. And, like, mm-hmm. you would think that they, like, really like you. That's crazy because also me. That's crazy. Oh, my God, that's crazy. That's, oh, so, that's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> so crazy. But, like, you talking about how your fling and like it was like the first time um that you felt like that because it's 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 insane that so many girls go through that and so many girls go through like flings like that and i hate that getting ghosted like you didn't get ghosted he at least he told you like even if it was yeah. over text but like i guess you gotta give him respect for yeah, that like, <laughs> oh my god if i would have gotten ghosted that would have been so much like worse. imagine and, like, that, that, that happens so often. and This is with me. It's, like, I didn't date in high school. And then after high school, I was, like, really picky with who I would give my time to. Yeah. And, like, even though I have bad things to say about some of my exes, like, at the end of the day, they all, like, really liked me or, like, really loved me. And I I never really had a guy that, like, effed me up like that. Mm-hmm. I ha- I've gotten cheated on, um, but, like, that was, like, something stupid. Like, I literally got over it, but, like... I've, and wasn't he still obsessed with you he after? He was still obsessed with me after. So it was, like... And, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think this was, like, my first, like... I don't know, you know, like, I should have gone through this in high school, yeah. but, like, I just went through it now type of thing. 
about that. <laughs> so, like, to him, he was probably like, what the hell? Why is she, like, tripping? Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like to- it was just a fling. Like, this happens all the time. And to me, it was, like, the first fling that that's ever happened to me. So, that was, like, tripping. I remember, I was surprised, but I know from other friends, from family, like, got that, I'm not going to say it right now, this isn't what I mean, but, like, from experiences that I've had for a good while, I was like, guys ain't shit, you know, like, mm-hmm. you would always just say that, because it was just such a common thing where it was like, you're going to get ghosted, like, this mm-hmm. guy, it's too good to be true, like, he's just going to stop talking to you, and so many guys did that. And so many guys cheated, and so many guys did all these things. So and it's crazy sad. to think about, like, you were just in relationships, and these guys, like, you never experienced that. I still can't, that, I can't grasp. I cannot grasp. I, I, I don't know what it is about me, but guys, like, get hella obsessed with me to the point where, like, I don't know, that's probably, I've never, like, I've never in my life had had a guy, like, just be like i don't like you enough. push you kind of usually it's like, like i like that. you too much and then i'm scared for my life and like <laughs> they stalk like, me uh, and then this was the first time somebody was like you know what i don't you're really not like enough that. babe <laughs> try try again, try again. and try then harder. it's Do crazy because it was like the best version of me oh and that was like the first time it happened See, yeah but whatever like you live you learn you move on now i'm like I'm over, like, the sad stage, and, like, I'm just looking at it logically, and it's, like, who cares, bro? Like, yeah. whatever. That's such a mindset Life that I feel on. like so many girls need to have is that I think me, too, were when I used to, like, be obsessed over, like, guys and, like, question sometimes if guys stopped talking to me, that I would be, like, what did I do? Like, why mm-hmm. couldn't? Or, like, this one instance where it was just, like, me giving so much to a guy and then, like, he goes to another girl and now gives her everything. And to me, I was like, why couldn't you give it to me? Like, what was so wrong with me? But it's not you. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just, like we said, my full for him wasn't enough. And I feel like him. a lot of times, like, we create, like, a, a version of them in our head that isn't even them. That's true. Um, I'm not trying to, like, talk talk bad about anyone like everyone i've talked to is a good person but like i feel like we make them even better like out to be in our head than Mm -hmm. they actually are and like when we lose someone we have like this fake image of them that we created that isn't even true so we think we lost a lot more than we did yeah whoa bro i think a lot of girls are like that you obsess over someone and then like you make this like fake idea of perfection of them Mm mm-hmm and, like, you're, like, this is the one, like, I'm never going to find someone like this one, like, and then everyone around you is, like, yeah, they were good, but I don't think they were that good, yeah. but it's just, like, your own, like, brain self-sabotaging. And that's where, like, I feel like emotional strength of, like, like we had said, dating a lot to where, like, you, you're emotionally strong to be able to say, like, okay, well, it didn't work out, next. Yeah, and, like, I literally, I, I have no hard feelings over any of my exes, like, or flings, or people I've talked to, like, um, none of them are blocked, like, I mean, oh, most of them follow me still, Mm -hmm. (laughs) most of them, um, yeah, I think there's only one of them that doesn't follow me, everyone else is, like, chill, like, always tells me they still support me, all of them buy flowers for their new girls for me, I (laughs) know, but I'm so chill, like, I don't even, like, you cheated on me, you, you did, you did me dirty, like, Like, you're, we're never gonna be, like, cool, like, friends, like, 
but I'm, I'm, I'm like, I hope you learn from it. I hope you learn from it. Like, you can see it. You could still follow me, see I'm doing good. Like, I'll see what you're doing. And, like, I don't have, like, even, like, all my exes, like, I see their stories. I see what they're doing. And I'm, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not salty. I don't have any feelings towards them. Because once I move on, I move on. Mm -hmm. And, like, once I don't care about you like that anymore, it's, like, it's it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Because I see, I'll see, like, my exes in person. And, like, I have a lot of respects for them, and I care for them, but it's never, like, oh, my God, like, I wish we could get back together, like, stuff like that. I don't I don't feel that emotion. That's crazy. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's why, like, a lot of people are, like, a lot of people that still have, like, things with their exes, and, like, they're, like, messing around for, like, long periods of time, and, like, I'm just, like, why? Yeah, for what? Like, come to come to a decision. Do you want them or not? And if you don't, just, like, move on. You're literally wasting your... All right, y'all, just to close off our little podcast, um, now, em, Emily's dating her love of her life. <laughs> Trying. <laughs> um, to we're just, there. we're about to open, living our best lives. I'm just dating, healing, learning about myself. And yeah, hopefully you guys can come along this journey and we'll have a new topic every podcast. And now I feel like they kind of got the gist of us and our relationship and how we are, what the hell we're doing. So thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Um, Remember, ladies, um, go meditate, girl. Go meditate, girl. Go Manifest. manifest your dream life. And I... You know, I I used to manifest, like, my dream life and my dream man. And, like, recently I stopped manifesting men altogether. And I just started manifesting, like, me. Just invest in yourself. Just, like, honestly, honestly, like, dude, that'll come. Like, who, like, it doesn't even matter. I feel like you're going to attract the person that fits your lifestyle. How can you, like, you have to attract what you want in life. And I feel like that's going to, if yeah. that's a man, then he's going to come. But he doesn't have to be one of the things that you manifest. You yeah. Know? Like, he's going to be interested in you if you're at your best. Period. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Um, We'll see you next time. And bye. Bye. <laughs>